Okay, here we are again. We are going to continue with our discussion that we started um, a couple of days ago. And we're going to just dive right back in and cover some subjects, some kingdom subjects. These are subjects that you don't hear very often when you go to church or when you watch <clears throat> television, even YouTube, uh, looking into spirituals, biblical, biblical truths. These are going to be a little bit different and... We're going to just cover a lot of topics and then go into more detail, deep dive later on. But we're going to continue the conversation. I'm here with Randy Schenkel, who I've known for probably about 35 years. Yeah, almost from the beginning of yeah. coming to Texas. Yeah, so we're go we we uh, we've we we go quite a. Uh, you started ministry in what 1986. 86. Well, that's when that's when um, uh, CIM. What came into being? Yes, that's right. Was it eighty six or eighty five? Well, eighty five. I came here. That's true. I came here in eighty five and mm -hmm. had my first meeting in Marshall at the Civic Center. And I was there. Is that right? Yeah, I was there at no. that meeting. Gathering of the Eagles. Sure well, you, you were at the first meeting yeah. then. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Wow, Joe, we've been at for thirty six years. <laughs> I know it. Wow. Yeah. So that's, that is exciting. Yeah, and so um, so I jumped in on this um excitement years ago and one of the things that I, I i'm looking forward to doing in this conversation is covering a lot of the the revelation that god has shared over the years yeah um and we covered uh, some of it last time we were here but i want to go into some other things one of the things i wanted to talk to you about was <clears throat> i wanted to talk to you about uh discernment how important is it in the body of christ and why is it that um why is it that we're so easy to fall for just about any teaching? There's lots of teachings that come and we get absorbed in it. And before you know it, it's, it's either soured mm -hmm. or it has be, uh, be proven itself to be non-effective. So how do we improve in our discernment ability? How do we use uh, the word of God or what is the technique that we would use to be good discerners, spiritual men, yeah. discerners? Well, I'd like to do this to get there. I'm going to set a little journey here because <clears throat> I, uh, I sense it coming to me a little different right now than, than I was going to. Uh, when you and I talked before we started, I thought, yeah, I'd love to talk about that. And I, could, I already took all of them, but now it's shifted on me. And the first thing that is the most vital of everything that we do is you look at, uh, I'm going to use the term kingdom versus church. The reason the church isn't getting it because it doesn't come from the church. Most of what we think comes from the church doesn't come from the church. It comes from the kingdom. And desiring the spirits comes from the kingdom. Now, m most most of the time, you think that the church is the kingdom. That's they believe that. It's just yes. become a religion. Correct. See, we've made Christ a religion. You can't have Baptist, Lutheran, Methodist, Pentecostal, a word of faith, charismatic. And, and those are all what Paul called, in fact, every denomination— Every denomination we have on the earth was birthed by an individual. And Paul, mm. Jesus, and Paul said that uh, I'm of Paul, I'm of Apollos, I'm of Cephas, uh, and I'm of Christ. He said, is Christ divided? So the answer is no. So all these denominations, uh, they, they have a, here's the key, the number one key word is the filter system. If you have a kingdom filter system, which you and I do, we can sit and talk about the kingdom for days. And I mentioned the word church. Right. But if you have a church 
filtering system. It's all going to be filtered through that church. And it's going to be filtered through that denomination. They're going to uh, the Baptists will de- mm-hmm. define uh, discerning differently than the Pentecostals would do it versus the Charismatics would do it. And so every one of those becomes a denomination. The sadness of every move of God that's birthed by an individual. He uses men to birth moves mm-hmm. of God. If that man's not wise. He will rise with that revelation and truth, and people will rally, and millions will get behind it, and then all of a sudden he becomes his own God, and it feeds his flesh, the greatness of it, and he starts his movement to to memorialize himself. That's all that is about. So what happens is you have to go back to a filter system. Now, I'm not going to be able to give you exact words right now, and the reason is, or numbers, because... It changes a little bit in kingdom, kingdoms, kingdom of God, kingdom of heaven. But there's over 260 times the word kingdom is used in the New Testament. And most of that is in the uh, Gospels. And only three times the word church is used. Mm -hmm. And two times in one verse. Right. And so you've got to understand, Jesus said he's come preaching the gospel of the kingdom. And we began to preach nothing but the gospel of the church, and then we started preaching the gospel of our denomination. Right, and you don't hear that. You don't hear anybody talking about the gospel of the kingdom. No. They no. hear about the gospel of the good news. The good news. Yeah. Uh, salvation. Salvation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and I've learned that, you know, uh, one time I spent, uh, I, I asked myself a question, you know, what do I believe? You know, what are what are the things that my core believes? What are they? Yeah. And I listed them all down, and I started a journey on each one of them. And one of the first ones was uh, saved, and then I put question mark, saved from what? Yep, saved from what? And so so um, it, it took me a long time, but I actually went down and understood that it wasn't, you know, the gospel of salvation. It was it was actually a redemptive uh, process. It's He came to give everlasting life. And so, so that's what I landed he on. He said, I have come. That mm-hmm. you might have Zoe. Right. Now, now, why? Why would he do that? It takes you back, obviously, to the Marismos. Right. But the f- emphasis is true. He said, I've come that you might have Zoe. Mm-hmm. Now, this is where the filter system comes in. The kingdom, the king came to deliver you from yourself. Mm. And religion says he came to deliver you from sin. Right. He didn't come to deliver us from sin. He forgave us of right. our sins. Mm-hmm. And even after he forgave us, now he has to deliver us. Mm-hmm. From what? Now, the Bible does say who hath delivered us from the power of darkness. Thank God for that. We've been delivered from Satan, translated into the kingdom, not into a denomination. And if you go back to the Babylonian system, which is the origin of all religion, Mm -hmm. he said you can be in that religion for 70 years. It's called captivity. Mm -hmm. But if you follow out Abraham's two sons out of Galatians, one's a bondmaid. All religion brings you into the bondage of something. You, you lose your freedom and liberty in Christ, and you become in bondage. But because you have such a need for social interfacing, you're willing to compromise mm. your revelation of the Word of God to have that social setting. And then you are feel comfortable and safe within that setting, mm. though you may not have the truth. And the pro- that's the problem of religion. It offers you a table at the seat of Lucifer, as Saul did with uh, David. And uh, if you'll sit down here, David, I'll give you my daughter, and I will mm-hmm. feed you, and uh, you won't have to worry about being king anymore. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you'll be comfortable. Mm-hmm. And people go for that by the minute. All yeah. followers love church entity, and leaders love the kingdom of God, mm-hmm. true leaders. Mm-hmm. 
but you won't get this king kingdom and, and king domain dominion in the church. We're going to get a pastor. You're not going to get a king. Mm-hmm. And this is, again, a real problem. Now, that leads me to what we talked about, discerning, mm-hmm. which I have to touch pneumaticos, concerning pneumaticos, right. because it's one of the— uh, Pneumaticos is the Greek word for the word spiritual. Yeah, First okay. Corinthians 12, concerning spirituals. Mm-hmm. And he, one of those he talks about in the manifestation of the spirit— he said it's called discerning of spirits. Mm-hmm. And there are three primary spirits that have to, not just one. It didn't say one, didn't say discerning mm-hmm. demons. Mm-hmm. It said discerning of spirits. Mm-hmm. And there's a satanic spirit, the Holy Spirit, and the human spirit. Mm-hmm. And each one of those has an entirely different form of maturity to or, or and direction of your own life of focusing your development to discern a evil spirit versus an angelic spirit versus the Holy Spirit versus the human spirit. You have all these spirits floating around here and we don't discern them. Mm-hmm. And what we do, the only way we know that there is if we see an angel, you know, or right. something like that. And the dilemma there is that you can be a spiritual person. You can be a spiritual human being and be deceived by a, an angel of light. Angel of light. Yes. And so the uh, imposter. Yes, exactly. And so I think that there's a lot of individuals that are hearing and because uh, I come across uh, on on social media, I'll come across individuals that are are basically saying, this is what God has told me. This is what the Holy Spirit is mm-hmm. telling me. And he, they start sharing it as if it's a word from the Lord. And you're thinking, man, I mean, that that's just really very mystical. Yeah, it's not very mystical. It's not word. <clears throat> it's not biblical. What they're right. sharing is not biblical, and you can sense it. You can you can tell right. something's not right here, but yet they are absolutely positively convinced that this was God, mm-hmm. and so they heard they heard something, right? But it was it was po- more likely an angel of light. This is these angels of light. Uh, they come based upon one scripture that Christ said: "The prince of this world comes and has nothing in me." They want that. That's in them. They want that to be God. I think I told you earlier today, we were just talking, <clears throat> all these prophets and prophetesses telling Trump he's going to win another. Mm-hmm. He's going to win this next one. This is a given. There's no, there's no need to pray about this one. It's going to happen. And all these prophets and prophecies missed it. And the reason is, and Trump wasn't spiritual enough to discern it. Mm-hmm. I, I discerned it way back and started, I brought it to the church and Marshall said, don't go for this. Don't go for this. These prophets and prophetesses are born again, spirit filled. They are, they have a prophetic gift, but this time they wanted it to happen. Hmm. And they're going to make sure they call it God to intimidate everybody. And what you, what happens when you say it's God, the objective of Lucifer using that term, which he loves to use, because he said, did I not say you were God's? I mean, do you not know that you're going to be gods? I, I like that. You know, he's, he's saying, I like that about you. The reason is when you use the word God, God said or God told me, it neutralizes everybody. The intent of it is you can't touch that. Uh, am I going to touch God? I don't think so. Am I going to contend with God, question God, debate with God? No. And so what happens, it does it so it can give these people free course to do what they want to do under the auspices of God. Now, here's the danger. It's a usurping spirit. 
and no, no mm-hmm. doubt is no mm-hmm. doubt it is a it is a, a transformer. The scripture calls mm-hmm. it. He transforms as an angel of light, but in that transformation and that deception, he has to usurp the very entity himself of Christ to get you to believe it's Christ. And boy, you I mean, see, people come. They'll they'll say, uh, I need to submit this to the elders. And uh, that's another story because I went through that whole shepherd in discipleship in yeah, the seventies. Yeah, seventies. Uh, uh-huh. uh, uh, Derek Prince was in Derek on that. Derek Prince, uh, Charles, uh, Charles Cap, Bob Mumford, Charles. No, not, not Charles, Charles Cap. He was Word of Faith. Uh, Bob Derek Mumford. Prince, Bob Mumford, uh, uh, Charles Simpson, and there was another one. Uh, don't know his name. I, I met all these guys. In fact, uh, when I was in California, they met with me and brought me to a private meeting and wanted me to become a part of that movement. Mm. And I was at uh, Herbie Zell's Fellowship in mm-hmm. Wil- Wilmington at that time when they came and wanted to uh, incorporate me into this movement. And what was your hesitation? I didn't believe it. Mm. I'll give you a little story if I would. Mm-hmm. I, I had the, I think the last time I told you, I had the privilege, opportunity to join into that Word of Faith mm-hmm. movement when it came. I was at... Uh, Which one was first? Well, the, the, Word of Faith was first for okay, me okay. because I was at Herbie Zell's Fellowship mm-hmm. in Wilmington, and he invited uh, Copeland, uh, Hagen, and them in, and I heard that. <clears throat> right behind them, he brought in Derek Prince mm-hmm. and the Demon Slayer. Wow. Yeah, and, yeah uh, that's Derek Prince. It, yeah, he was. Mm-hmm. The first thing I heard him say, and I got the seven points. I still have it in my spirit. I, mean, I, remem- I memorized okay, it. Okay. In my head, I guess, but he called it the diomanitsamai. Mm. The difference between being that word, the word diomanitsamai is dia, dia, a channel mm. of demonic influence in your life. That's mm. what it means. Whether it's obsession, possession, or suppression or oppression, it's demonic influence. Mm. And he said, you don't really need to make no, no, no big issue about can a Christian have a demon? And I love what he says. You can if you want one. That's what he said. <laughs> <laughs> and I remember being 20, 22 years yeah. of age. No, I don't want one. <laughs> I, I had plenty of them. Mm-hmm. But uh, the emphasis was that's you can see what I got exposed to. Okay. So. Both of those within the same month. Dang. Y'all, buddy, it was tough, man. So now I, I'm in a little place in Downey, California, mm-hmm. a little duplex. And I, I'm up there one day, and this shows you, I thank God for discernment. Okay. If I didn't have it then, I'd have joined one of those teams, and I would not be doing what I'm doing today. Mm-hmm. I'd either be teaching word of faith or I'd be teaching demonic, casting out devils, mm-hmm. rather than the kingdom of God. Mm-hmm. So what happened was I heard a knock on the door. Uh, about four or five guys were there from the church. It split the church. Wow. And I didn't know. I was gone for a couple of weeks. When I got back to church in, in uh, Herbie Zell's fellow, it was split. Was it the, the Derek Prince movement or the Copeland movement? That's the split. Oh, wow. Are you of Copeland or are wow. you of Prince? Are you wow. of uh, Paul or are you of Cephas or Barnabas or, you know, who are you from? Who are you with? So they knocked on the door, never even greeted me, said, so which one are you? You're kidding. And, I, and Joe, I had no history. I didn't know it split. Hadn't been back yet. And I said, what are you talking about? Are you a, are you a faith or have you, uh, some, it's called submission and discipleship. Mm-hmm. Are you a faith and confession or submission and discipleship? I said, well, actually, I'm of neither group, but I endorse both teachings. Mm-hmm. But I'm not going to be involved in the groups. Mm-hmm. I'm not a groupie. Mm-hmm. And so I'm glad I never went into the group, but I received the teachings of the revelation of the truth. Now, mm-hmm. both got extreme. Right. No question. They both went extreme. <clears throat> Anytime you have an error, uh, I don't know the full, uh, what would be the word, uh, 
name for it, but you know, it start off here, mm-hmm. but it gets out there. It really gets, so it mm-hmm. just starts off a little error, but five years later, it was obvious. So I, I had a real problem. I even got called from Kenneth Hagan on, on that situation. And Kenneth Hagan Jr. called me on that situation and trying to, all the teams were working mm. and, uh, uh, they just thought that what I was doing with the kingdom of God was glorifying submission discipleship because mm. I'm ordaining elders and talking right. kingship and domain and dominion and bishoping of souls. And, and, <clears throat> and it, I remember this is probably 1980. It's probably 1988. And this was uh, one big meeting. And this was a meeting <clears throat> when what you said earlier, when you were talking just a little bit earlier, um, uh, what happens is you bring a new revelation and yes. people get fired up about it and they they seek to make you a king. Mm-hmm. And this this was something that was presented at that point. You know, uh, it was presented in the way, okay, so we're all going to come. You, you, we'll set up a denomination, a new denomination. Yeah, yeah. I forget what they were going to call it, but this actually occurred. And... <clears throat> So you had to exercise discernment at that moment too, because it was presented, okay, we're all here. There's probably a thousand or more ministers that showed up for that meeting. Are you referring to me? In, yes. In, yes. In yeah. Marshall. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. And it was quite a, quite a situation because they were there and they were ready to start a new denomination. Yeah. And they would have. Yeah. They most certainly would. As you said, there's probably a thousand ministers mm-hmm. there. Everyone came. If you remember, and they wanted to make make me the they were they wanted me to have the apostolic covering over That's those right. churches. That's right. The only reason I couldn't do it, and I didn't do it. There is no Bible for apostolic covering. <laughs> there is no scripture for it. Uh, Charismatics and Word of Faith and others may be doing it. They are. Yeah, they are doing it, but there is no word for it. It's another heresy. Mm-hmm. It's exalting one man over another. And then came the next fallacy, which I, I endorsed for a while. I got then I had to find the scriptures. And that through the apostolic came, Satan goes after the apostolic. Here's what's really bizarre to me. It's taken me years to really psychoanalyze him, to profile him. Why, of all the five gifts, apostle, prophet, evangelist, shepherd, teacher, why do you want to transform yourself as an apostle? Now, he believes in a hierarchical of gifts. They're not. They're just different purposes. Mm-hmm. And uh, you do this, that's mm-hmm. a gift. Mm-hmm. Skill, talent, ability from God. It's not an office or a title or a position. Mm-hmm. It's what you do. And so you have a studio. Well, mm-hmm. what happened in the church, they take the gifts and they make them governments. That's what Lucifer does. He knows he can. So he believes the apostle is the highest. Mm-hmm. And then the second is the prophet. And it goes on like down. Like a general. Absolutely. He believes Colonel, that. He captain. believes that. And he promotes that. And the church goes for that. So what I saw happen in um, Dallas on the platform, on the pulpit, I mean, on platform one time, these apostles, they're called spiritual fathers. These spiritual fathers showed up and every one of them submitted themselves to the top spiritual father and said that you're my spiritual father. Well, you were never birthed by him. You weren't fathered by him. He doesn't even know your name. It's a position that they give and you're willing to take it because it, it strokes your flesh. Mm. And so what happened in the apostolic, I'm being, being an apostolic man, I had to go back and sanctify the Lord Jesus in my gift. 
mm-hmm. and there was three or four perversions coming out at that time, and those those were angels of light. Satan had transformed himself as an angel of light, but it says he changed. He wants to transform himself as an apostle. Mm-hmm. He didn't say prophet, shepherd, teacher, and, and all. I'm thinking, why is the deal? So then understanding when you deal with the apostolic, you're dealing with two primary anointings. You're dealing with divine order, and you are dealing with fathers. There's no question that you mm-hmm. are. They're the fathers of that movement or the mm-hmm. fathers of that, and then they set divine order. Well, Satan wants to be the father of everything, and he wants to set his order, which is chaos. Mm-hmm. And people don't pay it. They're not getting it. They're just not paying attention. And then these guys are usurping Christ, who is the father. And Jesus said, we have one father. Now, he's an apostle. He is the apostle. And at that point, we're representing him. We're not representing ourselves. We're not discipling men unto ourselves. We're not be, I'm not your spiritual father unto myself. You have to answer to Christ. Mm-hmm. Now, there are, I do believe, biblically, there's a certain sense of spiritual fathers if we sanctify it. Mm-hmm. That the, the apostolic men birth things in people's lives that they don't get any from any other gift. Mm-hmm. They just don't get it. Mm-hmm. And if that apostle can be in one place for a certain given time, like I was in Marshall for five years, uh, doing uh, making disciples, I'm birthing constantly. Mm-hmm. We're constantly regenerating Christ within people, rebirthing Christ within people. When it was over with, then I take my hands off of it. They're not mine, they're his. But what these guys do, they won't take their hands off of mm-hmm. it. Those 1,000 pastors would have been my sons in the faith, and I never fathered any of them didn't even know their names, and they gave me the ties. They would have made me the top dog over that movement, over all those churches. We would organize all those churches under one umbrella. Randy Shankle Ministries, the Apostle Shankle is our apostle. He's our covering. Mm-hmm. And it's such a joke. It's a total lie. It is. It I is. sat on the stairs, sat down on the stairs and started bawling in mm-hmm. that meeting. I, don't mm-hmm. know if you mean, I, I remember. Yeah, I was there. It. I was Could behind camera. not do it. Mm-hmm. Would not do it. Thank God I didn't do it. Mm-hmm. Now, I've been rich today. Mm-hmm. It, it's it happens over and over and sure. over. The next charismatic person yep. that That's has it. that That's has it. you know a, uh, a clever way of speaking, mm-hmm. and they get a big following. They start with the church, and then it grows and grows and grows. All of a sudden, they do the same thing, and well, then. A decade later, they fall. That's It does. It always does. It crumbles. When built on the foundation of Christ, built on sand. But this goes back to your answering your question, why we don't have discernment on that. We do. Here's the problem. It's not the discerning that we don't have. It's the want that we do have mm-hmm. that makes us ex- ignore that. Mm-hmm. Those thousand pastors wanted it. Yeah. Whether it was God, demonic, or super soul, didn't matter. That's what we wanted. And there was no discernment, except I have to say for my own self, Christ wouldn't let me do it. I said, this is crazy. There's no Bible for this. Why do you suppose they want that? Why do they? Why do you suppose that they want to um, follow a man or follow a, a, a movement? Um, do they get excited about that current revelation and they decide, yeah, this is it, and they just want to jump in on the ground, ground floor? Their positioning. So it, it, there's three or four things I really saw taking place in all this fallacy that came that day at the uh, Civic Center as well as all these other men I watch now. And one of those is when you go in into uh, humanity, there is an absence of God within them. Even when they're born again, spirit-filled, there's a void of the concept of the person 
of God. And religion builds on the, the concept of God, not the person of God. And when you have a concept of God, you can move into idolatry in a heartbeat. Mm -hmm. I see God in you. I'm going to follow mm -hmm. you. Mm -hmm. Now, what is all that? There was 1,000 pastors out there involved in idolatry. Mm -hmm. And it comes from television. It comes from Hollywood. Mm -hmm. I was on TBN for four or five years. Mm -hmm. It built it into uh, some type of a God. And Hollywood talks about these idols. This is my idol. You bring these little kids up and school. Who's your idol? Hmm. You just inbreed them into idolatry to follow mankind mm -hmm. rather than a God kind. And every man, I don't care how godly he is and how long he's known Jesus and how long he can speak in tongues, he's got problems. He's right. a human being. Right. He's got flaws and shortcuts, other than you and I, of course. <laughs> of course. Yeah, I've, I've already <laughs> excluded those two. But you can't follow that like it's some type of a God. So it goes back, as I said, that it, it goes back to the loss of the person of God, and religion gives us the concept of God. And once you don't discern those two in your own life, you will always follow the concept of God, but you really won't find that real person. There are many Christians, thousands of Christians I personally know, that really don't have that personal relationship to Jesus. And they don't pray. They don't spend time in the Word. Uh, going and fellowshipping anywhere is a problem. They love to go to praise and worship seminars because they love music. Mm -hmm. Nothing's got, none of this got anything to do with God. Right. But they'll tell you they are Christian. But when you're around them, they have no Zoe, no life about them. Mm -hmm. But they have the knowledge of God. And this is what the scripture is, ever learning but never coming to the knowledge of the truth. Mm -hmm. Having a form of God but denying the power thereof. So these are people that are powerless. That that could also be uh, referring to um, that angel of light again. It's, it's like uh, light could be translated as knowledge, very knowledgeable, very skilled in learning and understanding, but it's not, it doesn't replace God. It, it doesn't, the person. No. Right. The very person answers all of that. Mm -hmm. Does this sound like, look like, smell like the mm -hmm. person that I fellowship. Mm -hmm. And doesn't matter if I know the Bible or not, or much of it or not, do I know this person? And when you know that person, I, I'm, I'm going to say something right now that I will tell you that it's a term that's not even that I've termed, and I've only shared it with uh, probably a dozen people in life. Some that have it, I've explained what they got. Some that don't have it, I'll explain them why they don't. Mm -hmm. When you go to the word demerismos, and we do Hebrews 4.12, and you go into that, because this is where discerning starts, by the way. Okay. Now, I'm not talking about discerning the Spirit from a phenaris as a manifestation mm -hmm. of the Spirit, 1 Corinthians 12.7. But the manifestation of the Spirit is given to every man to one is given, discerning the spirits. Mm -hmm. That's easy when he manifests himself. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's, I mean you, don't, so do, you at, don't do no thinking. At that point, he actually manifests himself, gives you the ability to discern what's going on right yes. there. And it may be uh, a, a spirit there. Right. It may be the voice of a spirit it may be the thought of a spirit or a false or a spirit. false spirit anything that he'll he'll even say to you what he just said mm. is not of god mm. he'll say that what mm -hmm. he just said <laughs> so it's still just throwing that spirit behind mm -hmm. it mm -hmm. could and so what but on the on the marismos here is what the body is suffering from there are there is a number of things we call one of them is called gethsemane mm -hmm. and that is wine press and a man that can't cry, he cannot weep, mm -hmm. he's not broken. That's that true. is a fact. That's that true. is a fact. If he cannot cry and worship God, mm -hmm. I'm not mm -hmm. talking about praising him. Mm -hmm. If he cannot bow and worship God in his private 
uh, closet and enter into a place of fellowship with God where he feels the presence of God, that man is not mm-hmm. broken. Mm-hmm. And if he's not, if I'd stayed with him right there, I'd, I'd yes. had the fellowship yes. with him. But he's not a broken man. And if you can't get brokenness, you can't bring forth the mm-hmm. power of that human spirit mm-hmm. to discern anything. Mm-hmm. You are going to be deceived most of your life. Discerning doesn't come from the mind. That's called suspicion. But discernment comes from the human spirit. Mm-hmm. And when you discern something, it's a part of the seven wisdoms of Proverbs. And wisdom is an illumination of light, but it's also an exposure of darkness. It's, it's also illumination of truth, but is also a, a, a closure or a, uh, a revealing of, of fallacy and lies. Mm-hmm. And without that wisdom, and that wisdom comes from the human spirit. Christ has made unto us wisdom, not up here. Mm-hmm. And so one, too many people operate from suspicion. They don't operate from mm-hmm. discernment. Mm, they suspi- they're suspicious about okay. something. Okay, so and, it's it's not necessarily that's not necessarily true. You could be completely off. Most of the time, you you're are. just using instinct and um, experience. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, one man called it uh, uh, intuition. Mm-hmm. That's a dangerous term. Now there is an intuition that comes out of the human spirit, but there's an intuition that comes out of the human mind. Mm-hmm. And what we're not doing is marismosing soul and spirit again. Mm-hmm. It's from the spirit. Now here's what the wording is: this is. I use the term Amerismos moment. Every Christian has to have Amerismos moment. Mm -hmm. And that is a literal experience, Mm -hmm. not a revelation. That is an encounter, an experience with God where he he divides. He literally separates with clarity. Mm -hmm. He sees clearly. Now, not physically, your Mm -hmm. body, but your spirit and soul are literally now no longer one. They're not Mm -hmm. blended. They Mm -hmm. are separated. Mm -hmm. And at that point, you'll see human nature and you'll see divine nature. You'll see your firstborn, Randy Shankel. You'll see mm-hmm. your secondborn, which is born of the Spirit of God. Mm-hmm. I'll see the one born of Milton Shankel, my father. I'll see the one born of my heavenly father. At that time, you see the nature. And in the nature, the name of that entity is the nature. And when you have that certain nature, all the human being can do is he can only surmise. He can only is, uh, uh, suppose. He can only mm-hmm. think. He can only is suspicious that it, I believe this is God. Hypothesis. And, yeah, an educated it, guess. That's all it is, hypothesis. But if in the kingdom of God, he doesn't have to do that. His spirit man knows. It mm-hmm. just has that. Mm-hmm. And without that most moment, you really don't see the truth. Now, I was mm-hmm. married to Gloria Lee. And we were married uh, my first year. Now, she was working for Kenneth Copeland. She was involved in the uh, intercessory ministry there, prayer. And I met her there in Arlington, Texas. And uh, This is back in the 70s. Oh, my boy, I tell you. I wish you hadn't said that. Late 70s. Yeah, it had to be. Mm-hmm. had to be. We were married 20 years. Mm-hmm. I was 49 when she died. So maybe 79. So I was 29. Mm-hmm. So, Yeah. I hadn't even come to Marshall yet. That's no. right. I hadn't even come to Marshall. Married her mm-hmm. in, in Arlington, went to Arkansas, and then, yeah, Texarkana, Naples, Texas, then down to Marshall. So let's go way back. And I'm and we were discussing, I'm trying to show her uh, the problem with the Word of Faith movement. It's going to go into money. It's prosperity. It's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's about houses and yeah. homes and airplanes yeah. and cars and yachts and boats, and that's all it's about. It's a God, give me, give me, give me. I'm going to confess unto it till I get it. Uh-huh. And so <clears throat> confession is possession. So you go through all of that. And I'm trying to tell you, it is a true doctrine. It's a, it's the second foundational stone that Jesus Christ uh, taught us, which is uh, faith toward God. 
Then I, so I'm now introducing her to the Marismos. And she has this PMS. She has this real, I think I told you about mm -hmm, that. And mm -hmm. she has that going through her mother has, et cetera, et cetera. And I, I remember casting that out, laying hands on her and just broke that whole thing. But she couldn't get this separation. She could not see clearly this distinction. And we had a big war, big fight one night. And I get out of bed and I go to sleep on the, I'm on the couch. It's her first time in a marriage that's happened. It just, uh, just was, oh, she was strong, strong, independent woman. And I'm not going to let a woman rule me. I'm just not going to be intimidated by the female that's trying to be a male. Mm -hmm. I just don't do butchy women. <laughs> but anyway, so, and uh, I'm on the couch and somewhere around three o'clock in the morning, she comes in crying, kneels down. And I, 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 my heart was already set. Mm -hmm. uh, you can repent to Jesus if you want to. He'll forgive you. <laughs> You know, that's kind of where I was at. Had that right. Well, yeah. And uh, she's repenting. And I see the true brokenness. First time I saw real brokenness in her. And I remember then sitting up in the couch and she's still on her knees crying. And I'm so sorry. I was so wrong. And I said to her, what happened to you? Now, this was the, this is when I entitled or I titled it a Marismos moment mm -hmm. where you really physically, I mean, you really mm -hmm. experientially encounter God where he himself, the word. Now, here's what it says. <clears throat> uh, the word of God is quick and powerful, sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even the divine son of soul and spirit. Only the word can get you to see that. I can't get mm -hmm. you. No one else can. Teaching can't. Preaching can't. Mm -hmm. Only the word can separate you, mm -hmm. cause you to have a distinction between your human mm -hmm. humanity and your deity, your human nature, de uh, uh, divine nature, your human soul, your spirit, man. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Nobody can do that but the word. And uh, I'd wrestled with her for months trying to, and you can't do it. And I knew that the only word could do it. So I'm trying to give it the word to make it. And mm -hmm. only God, only God. That, at that time, I believe the word means in the beginning was the word, the man. Yes. The man, Christ himself. Mm -hmm. And I said, what happened to you? Now I'm, I'm starting to humble because I see, I see the real humility. I saw mm -hmm. something happen. I, mm -hmm. Now I'm afraid to touch it. Mm -hmm. Now, if this is God and I don't, mm -hmm. re, I don't forgive her, then he won't forgive me. Mm -hmm. And uh, I'm starting to soften. I said, what happened to you? And she said, I got up to go to the bathroom. This, this is five, I'd say 15 minutes before she comes in, given mm -hmm. that much. I went to the bathroom. I turned the light on and I looked in the mirror and someone stepped out of me. Wow. And I said, you mean like an evil spirit? No, me. Wow. I stepped out and I had a twin and I not, I'd not talked about twins yet. Mm -hmm. I'm just talking to about mm -hmm. the Marismos. I had the twin, and she was very ugly, very butchy, very manly, and very muscular. And she stepped over behind me into the bathtub and grabbed me behind and tried to pull me down the drain with her. She said, I experienced that. And I said, you had a Marismos moment. She said, what is that? I said, what every Christian has to have mm -hmm. to be successful. From then on, Gloria Lee was very successful over her personality, her soul, her human attitude, behavior, conduct, conduct demeanor, temperament. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. all of that was now accountable to Jesus Christ as Lord. All she knew him as in word of faith is just Savior. Mm -hmm. Didn't really experience him as Lord till that moment. 
And I knew then that that was legit. And from then on, from then on, I knew that I could deal with my wife successfully by letting her know which one she's operating in. Now, are you and Esau or are you and Jacob mm -hmm. right now? You know, mm -hmm. which one are you doing? Is this mm -hmm. Ishmael or Isaac we're talking about? Yeah. And we were able to use those terms. Well, when she passed on and I married Crystal, Crystal was a very, also a very independent woman and uh, self-governing was their primary issue. And, and taking orders from a man or coming under a man or, or the word headship just did not settle with her. When I read 1 Corinthians that God's the head of Jesus, Jesus the head of man, man's the head of woman. She said, no, man's the head of woman? I said, well, how come you didn't have a problem with the other two heads? You know, I mean, why didn't you say, you mean God's the head of Jesus and Jesus the head of man? Do you not have a problem, Randy, with Jesus being your head? Said, no, I have no problem with headship at all. This is not lordship, Crystal. Mm -hmm. This is headship. I'm not your lord. I didn't die for you. So we talked about divine authority. Well, that was a very difficult journey. So we had our moments. And uh, there came a time of this war in, in governments. The gov it was a governmental rule. Mm -hmm. And uh, man, was the king going to rule or was the queen going to rule? Let me ask you this. Um is this something that was established long before the New Testament of, of, of the order of man and woman? Oh, yes, of course it was. Uh, Old Testament, New Testament uh, revealed. Exactly, exactly. Excuse me, concealed New Testament, Old Testament revealed. So <clears throat> this is not a culture. See, they try to say it's a cultural thing. Mm -hmm. It was the days of Paul and the culture. Mm -hmm. And uh, then it got so bad. This charismatic, I've heard this. I heard this from women that Paul shouldn't be talking about marriage and children anyway. He didn't have any. I said, well, you know, it's funny, neither did Jesus. <laughs> so see, it, it comes from God, doesn't come from man. Exactly. And they want it to come from man so they can counter it doesn't come from man. So I've heard you say this years ago, order of creation yeah. establishes divine order. Yeah. And so Adam's uh, created, then Eve's created. Yeah. Uh, and uh, so so there is literally an, uh, an order within the home of authority. And Absolutely. women are supposed to submit to their husbands. Yes. Now, here's the, here's the problem. Well, it's really not a problem. Here's the catch to that. If you read 1 Corinthians 11, it, it deals with headship, reflection. Head, I call it uh, principles of headship, reflection principles, and then it, and then it deals uh, uh, with representation principles. Mm -hmm. So this mm -hmm. is the deal. Christ had to represent God, and he had to reflect him. So man now is reflects the glory of God. Of, we reflect the glory of Christ. If I'm submission, I reflect his glory and I can submit to him and therefore represent him because I'm going to reflect his glory. The problem is, and this is where I've seen this, is you have a spiritual woman and a carnal man. She's almost doomed. She can't reflect glory. Wow. She's supposed to reflect the glory of her husband, but he won't reflect the glory of Jesus Christ. She's really in a catch-22. Mm -hmm. Now, let me give you the Old Testament revelation of how this worked. From the very beginning, he said, I made two stars. I threw them in the heavens. And he said, the sun to rule by day and the moon to rule by night. Jesus Christ was the sun, and then when he ascended, he gave us authority to rule the night with the moon. The moon, sometimes they call it quarter, moon, half moon, full moon, three quarter, whatever, mm -hmm. and it reflects only from the sun. It has no light of itself. Mm -hmm. You look up and see the moon, mm -hmm. there is no light there. It's a it's reflection. Yep. So it is the prophetic revelation of Christ the sun 
and we are the moon, all of his believers, are, and we are to reflect his light and his glory in the earth. The problem of it is mm -hmm. the Pentecostals say they're full gospel. I don't think they're full moon, <laughs> but they like to believe they are. Right. They, but they're not reflecting the fullness of Christ. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So we're supposed to be, as a body of Christ, reflecting the glory of God. And I've seen thousands, I know thousands of women through the years have married to carnal uh, men that just go to church, don't read their Bible, don't pray, uh, none of that, just go to church once in a while. And yet they're really gung-ho for Jesus. Mm. And that you and I both know one. Mm -hmm. Or a couple, even though I'll get to heaven and may apologize for something, mm -hmm. but that was really the big deal. Mm -hmm. He mm -hmm. just wasn't there, and mm -hmm. she really is a disciple. Right. So what, what I say where the Scripture says, be not un unequally yoked with unbelievers, and he talks about what fellowship, what concord, mm -hmm. all that is, and what communion has. But there's something else. What I've seen the same thing. What would be happen to a charismatic man born to a Baptist uh, and married to a Baptist? You, you're going to see some problems. What, what about a tongue-talking uh, word of faith uh, married to a Methodist who believes tongues is of the devil? They do that. You, it doesn't work. Right. So I go back and say unequally yoked together is not just the word unbeliever. Mm -hmm. Unbeliever is not just the word right. for unregenerate. I don't believe in peace. They're speak, not unity. They're you're not, not you're, unity you don't belief. believe something. Right. You're an unbeliever. What is it? You don't believe, I don't believe in tongues. I believe tongues of the devil. Well, you may not marry someone who speaks in tongues. Right. But that's an un unequal yoke. Mm -hmm. But I tell you what I have found, the most devastating yoke there, uh, or unyoke there is, or what you want to call it, unequal yoke, is a disciple married to a believer. Mm -hmm. It's devastating. Mm -hmm. Absolutely devastating. My mm -hmm. joy mm -hmm. is Gloria Lee. My first wife, Gloria Lee, was a real disciple of Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. Crystal, today, I'm married, I've been, today's my anniversary. We've been married 23 years, and she's a real disciple. Mm -hmm. The reason I know that I'm here tonight, <laughs> you know, and she's for it. She's praying for me. She's thanking God for it. And she said, I'm real happy for you. You do this. This is what God's called you to do. Now, that's a woman of God. Mm -hmm. Other than how come I didn't get my diamond ring? We're going out to dinner tonight. <laughs> you see, that's that's yeah. the difference. Yes. And, I, of course, I planned it tomorrow. Mm -hmm. We're going to do a good time together tomorrow mm -hmm. and have some fun and stuff like that. But that when you have this unequally yoked together problem, then you have the damage you can't get, you can't flow together. How can two uh, walk together except they be in agreement? Well, here's the thing about agreement. Agreement here or agreement here? Mm. Now here's the revelation of the of the pyramidal pyramid. That's what thing. my next question was gonna be. Uh, you've been around hundreds of couples and you've encountered this situation where there is a division and they've been you know, in your office talking to them how do you resolve that kind of a division? How do you, uh, because if there isn't, if there isn't some kind of unity that's brought, then they're going to end up crashing. Absolutely. It's not going to make it. So, we move psychology out of it. We first of all, take all psychology out of their thinking. That's the demonic of it. <clears throat> there is no reconciliation. There is no flow together uh, on, a, on a, uh, a horizontal line. From me to you. Mind to mind. Mind to mind. Or to brother emotion. to brother. Even bro uh, brother in the Lord to brother in the Lord. Okay. There is no unity there. Okay. Where the unity comes is a, is a pyramid. Christ at the top. Crystal at the right. Me at the left. Position means nothing here. 
And so what happens is, how do we get closer together and unite? Mm-hmm. By going to Christ. Uh-huh. The closer we get to Christ, the closer we get together. So, mm-hmm. But if we do it on a horizontal basis, mm-hmm. we're, it's, we're trying to agree on something. We're trying to make mm-hmm. something work. And mm-hmm. there's a lot of compromises. There's a lot of concessions. They don't last long. Because the emphasis of psychology in marriage is a man persuaded against his will is of the same opinion still. Mm -hmm. You might want to get along with her for a while and compromise, but once you find out you've compromised, what you compromise you lose anyway, eventually, Mm -hmm. and so it's a vicious cycle. Mm -hmm. So all marriage counseling is based upon, I don't, if if they're not born again, uh, I don't need to talk to them. I'm not a professional psychologist. Mm -hmm. But if they're born again and they want to talk about unity, without Christ, there is none. They want to talk about peace in the marriage, without Christ, there is none. They want to talk about success and progressing and advancing, without Christ, there is none. Mm -hmm. So if they don't want to unify to Christ now then I know when they say of course we do I said then you want to do his word now it gets a little sticky <laughs> but I because I've got them nailed right they're not going to disobey God so you love Jesus you want to unite yes of course we want to do it Christ's way well let's see what he says that you're supposed to do and I always do what God did I go to Adam I talk to the man are you reflecting the glory of God do you mm-hmm. seek God do you seek him for answers? Is he your solution? Mm-hmm. Is he your answer to your life? Do you depend on him? Well, no, you know, no. I said, ma'am, you have a problem. There is no solution to yours until this changes. And it could be vice versa. Mm-hmm. So that's the real answer to. We do marriage seminars all the time. I think I talked to you about sometime, maybe Chris and I come down, we do one of these talk shows mm-hmm. on, on mm-hmm. Uh, the mystery. We always call it the mystery of marriage mm-hmm. because he says, he said, this the mystery of marriage. He talks all through there. Why does he mention it? Why does he call it a mystery? That's Well, here's what's beautiful about it. In Ephesians 5, he talks about husbands and wives and their order and their relationship and, and mm-hmm. about authority and submission. Mm-hmm. And, all. and then at the very end, he says, but I speak concerning church and Christ. Mm-hmm. I thought you were talking about a man and a woman. I thought you were talking about a husband and wife. No, he said, not really. It's an allegory. It's an allegory. He said, I hid it in, in the mystery of the church, mm-hmm. the mystery of marriage. Mm-hmm. So it deals with Christ and his marriage to the body of Christ. Now, not to a denomination. Right. Not to a building, right. but his marriage to his uh, to the body of Christ. Mm-hmm. Now, this is his body. Now, here's where I believe all these dictator preachers and pastors and prophets all make the mistake of usurping Christ. He's the head. Mm. We're the body. You cannot put yourself in a head position over the body. You can only over your wife. Mm. not the body of Christ, Mm -hmm. just your wife. Mm -hmm. So I now know that I'm the head over my wife, but I'm not the head over your wife. Mm -hmm. I'm not the head over the church. I'm not the head of the church. I'm not the head of the body of Christ. And and, and these guys said, this is my church, you know, and they go, this is my deacons, and these are my people, these are my sheep. Mm -hmm. Ownership. Mm. When there is no, it's just stewardship. But anyway, that whole emphasis deals with, that's the mystery in there. If you understood Christ... As the real husband, then I'm supposed to reflect him. I'm supposed to understand him as a husband now mm-hmm. if I'm married. And then if Crystal wants to know how to be a wife, now I have to say this is sad. You look to the body of Christ. Mm-hmm. That's a tough one. Mm-hmm. And I've, I've helped Gloria through that, and I helped mm-hmm. Crystal. That, that may not be you're exactly what you're looking for, mm-hmm. to full representation. When you're dealing with, with representation, rep- representing, now listen to what the word, to represent him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just like he is, not alter it, mm-hmm. not change it, represent him. Mm-hmm. So I'm supposed to reflect 
the glory of Christ. And what would Crystal do as a discipled woman of God if I don't serve Christ, reflect it, but I believe in him. I go to church. I believe in him. You know, you see the problem? She would reflect that. She would what? reflect that. But she would eventually, all women will rebel against that. Yeah. They're wanting God. Mm -hmm. And so here's where the here's where Lucifer steps in. They will sidestep the headship and go direct to Christ. Now mm -hmm. they can, but they have to change it from headship to lordship. Mm -hmm. The reason Christ is not going to go for that, they still have a head. Mm -hmm. So now they have to learn how to now here's what the scripture says. This is tough on women, but this is this is the word. It says you don't win your husband by preaching to him. He said, and he used the word anastrophe. And the word anastrophe there is the wife is in your lifestyle, your behavior and conduct. Mm -hmm. And he said, oh, yeah, he says, you don't adorn the outer woman. Mm -hmm. You adorn the, the, the woman here in a meek and quiet spirit mm -hmm. and give him no longer the arguments, the debates, the screaming, the hollering, the fighting, the fuss. You'll never win him. He said, you've got to come from your human spirit, and now you are able to listen to him, and you don't have to argue with him anymore. You answer him out of your behavior as a woman of God, not a behavior as a wife who's angry, mad, and bitter. And that is tough on women, man, but that's the word. It's effective. I'm telling you, Gloria Lee was a master of it. She knew I was an aggressive male. She knew Jesus had one enemy to drive out, just one. <laughs> but... A battalion, one battalion. Uh, one, one battalion was the word. Yeah. <laughs> Legion, what is your name? My name is Legion. And Gloria was just great when I got uh, I got uh, uh, triggered, man, and I get upset or get mad or get aggressive. She was calm, mm. just calm and brought me that. Mm. I couldn't touch it, man. Mm. Humbled me every time. I said, I'm so sorry. I apologize. I did it every time. <laughs> couldn't help it because she wasn't taking me on. Mm -hmm. And, you know, if she wants to be a man and then take that challenge, it's easy. we know what to do. Mm -hmm. But she would not put the gloves on. She stayed out of the ring, uh, the uh, the ring, wouldn't mm -hmm. get in. Mm -hmm. And it was very difficult knowing what to do. But she won me, and Crystal is just like that. Mm -hmm. She'll put her hand on my leg, calm mm -hmm. me down. Mm -hmm. and if, you know, if I'm in another conversation, things get a little rough, she'll put her hand on my leg and squeeze it a little bit. And I, I look over at her, and she's calm as a cucumber. <laughs> and when, so, Randy, you need to calm down. You know, just relax now. Take some deep breaths. And she'll even say this. is She'll say, take some deep breaths first through your mouth. I mean, through your nose. And then breathe real slow through through your mouth. She tells me it's so funny. I, I could, that, is, that usually breaks me because that is so funny that she is so involved. Deep breath. Now, now let it. Oh, Crystal, thank you, darling. I feel, more, I feel so much more spiritual. <laughs> <laughs> but it's a joy, these type of women that really can do that. Mm -hmm. And they don't want the headship. They don't want the lordship. They don't want to be in a position of heads. They have no problem with their role. Now, here, let me take you to the burning issue. Identity crisis in a marriage mm -hmm. is what a husband's supposed to be or what a woman's supposed to be. To every uh, crisis that you may have, is solved back to the origin of your life. Now, here's what I told, I preached this from the Word of God, and I'm telling you, women, born-again spirit women will say that is not true. But tell me if it's true Explain or not. that a little bit. Well, you go back to Genesis. Okay. Now, here's what he said. He said three things about woman. I created her for mm -hmm. man, mm -hmm. not for me. That one right there gets the charismatic women. You weren't created for God. Mm 
Mm. You were created for man. Mm-hmm. You came out of him, created for him, and ordained to be with him. That's three scriptures. Mm. You, came, you came out of mm-hmm. him, created for him, to be with him. Now, that's what, tough, what are you, what are you going to do with that's it? That's a tough thing for modern women to If swallow. you would tell your 10, 11, 12-year-old daughter that mm-hmm. and bring her up in that, she'd be very wise. Right. She'd be being, be being raised to be a good wife. You, uh, immediately. Yeah. Well, she'd also be wise. I ain't, I'm, not, I'm not choosing no sucker that right. I don't want to be with. Right. You see? Yeah. And I'm created for. Mm-hmm. And Crystal, I can have her. She gave me her... Uh, uh, her little card this morning, little anniversary card, and tells me how much she loves me, uh, lust for me, can't stand it. <laughs> I may be throwing in a few things here, right, maybe. Right. Of course. But, yeah, of course. But then she goes on and says, I, I just love the life that we have to get. It is so adventurous. And mm-hmm. we're starting another adventure now. See, we both look at life as an adventure, both mm-hmm. the failures and the mm-hmm. successes. Mm-hmm. I love living life. I love just as, just as much when it goes wrong as it goes right because everything is ebb and flow. Mm-hmm. There, is a, there is an evolution There's to all both. things. Yeah, it revolves. It, it constantly is involved in that. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't really matter. It's part of the, the uh, it, adventure of life. But it is exciting. So she has, And she'll tell me, now, I was created for you. She'll say that to me. I'm created for I know you were. Uh, and, and I appreciate that, darling. But see, the thing of it is, would Christ take advantage of, of his body with that? No. Mm-hmm. So I got to reflect him and represent him. I can't mm-hmm. take advantage of that because she would. I can't take advantage of her because she was willing to submit and then me be able to dictate. Mm-hmm. You see, you can't, you've got to stay with Christ. Mm-hmm. She's got to stay with the body. And these are, this is how it flows and functions. Well, you and I are part of the body. Mm-hmm. Do we have a problem with our, with our husband? We have a problem with Christ? Not at all. No. Do we have a problem submitting to him? No. Not at all. So when the wife can see that you do it so easily and it's real to you and you're not afraid of it, it releases her to come under. But men won't do it, I'm telling yeah. you, not yeah. as a whole. And that, that going back to the experience that Gloria had and uh, she's seen that that uh, maybe it was a vision. Maybe she just saw that. Maybe God revealed that to her, where she saw herself. Yeah. And um, <clears throat> this is, you know, the soul can be very, very deceptive, and lead you down a, a complete lie, a, a deceptive adventure, the wrong adventure. Wrong adventure. And. Um, when you when you get involved in the marriage you start seeing the distinction of you know you know when you're making your own choices because you're not spending time with God. Yes. And you're 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 making mental decisions based on the best decision you can make at a time at that time based on your knowledge. Your knowledge yeah. and, and and your knowledge of God. Right. That's pitiful. Yeah. And so <clears throat> I think that's. Um, one of the things I wanted to get around uh, to is in, in, in the series of the Marismals, there's this section called Super Soul. And this is referring to uh, there possibly being a demonic element within your life that you're not even aware of. Yes. Uh, it may be something that uh, is not, have, doesn't have fangs and a horn sticking out. You know, it's not mm-hmm. obvious. Mm-hmm. But nonetheless, there is a demonic um influence on your life that you can't shake and 
go into that a little bit and and uh, share what that is and, and how it can control an individual and how they can get free from that that uh, that super soul, the entanglement. Yeah, that's why I do believe you'll need discerning the spirits. Mm-hmm. I do. Yeah. Because your wife, your husband has demonic presence. Mm-hmm. Oh, I got that. One came right now. Funny one. A funny one, man. I was, I was uh, super soul. We call it super soul. Right. I, I call it super soul. There's no scripture. I just mm-hmm. use, that's when the soul is supercharged with demonic activity. Mm-hmm. He's been influencing. Man, was I upset. Boy, I got, I got mad. I don't remember what it was about. Oh, this is you. Yeah, this is me. Okay. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm going to use you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was me. And, oh, I was so mad. And I'm feeling myself getting charged aggressively charged not mm-hmm. just ran i feel myself mm-hmm. and i'm getting lit and uh boy i'm getting aggressive i'm in, and i'm getting aggressive with crystal <clears throat> and we're laying in bed and she calmly remember that anastrophe mm-hmm. your lifestyle your character your conduct your behavior she could have said something and it would have been it been wrong thing to say mm-hmm. and she said <clears throat> just calmly randy this is getting to be a little bit demonic and here's what I said. Oh, oh, so you're saying I'm demonic. But she didn't. <laughs> but I was. <laughs> and when I heard myself say that, I said, Whew, I am demonic, aren't I? She said, you are. I said, yeah, I can tell that I am. Well, that's not going to work. You're going to have to excuse me. <laughs> and then I go and get, get it dealt with. I just repented and all of that. Mm-hmm. But I saw it just like that when she said it the way she said it. Mm. Now, she could have, as most ignorant, foolish wives, said a n- hundred different things and got in real trouble that night. Yeah. Now, I've never hit a woman or touched a woman or anything like that physically. but And I wouldn't have heard, but I, it, oh, it would have it went on for a while. I would have railed her. Mm-hmm. So oh, we, we just got married. And uh, Crystal and I did. And it was after the death of Gloria Lee. And I'm in South Africa. And, and we're coming back on a plane. And she's married to a stranger now. No one knows my real story. But I, w- I right. wasn't there long. We got married within 10 days. Mm-hmm. And after I'd met her. And we've been married 23 today, 23 years. But we're on the plane. And it dawned on her. She's married to a man she doesn't even know. Don't even know a thing about me. I hadn't even met the children. And she leans over at me and went, please, Randy. And I was, I'm just, yeah. She's, you ever hit a woman? <laughs> yeah, I hit Gloria Lee one time, knocked her tooth out. <laughs> I said it was, <laughs> I thought it was funny. She just started bawling. She felt like she was trapped. She <laughs> thought it was real. That I'm one of the, uh, no, 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 Chris, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I never hit Gloria. I never knocked her teeth out. <laughs> But it scared her. Now I can understand yeah, that. She's asking on the plane. Oh, it's too late. You're on the plane. Shut up or I will hit you right here. <laughs> <laughs> but super soul, let me tell you how this thing happens. It can, and you're right. It happens with a lot of Christians. They don't even know it. Mm-hmm. And now uh, the world, it's easier to discern. 
but Satan is a lot wiser with the body of Christ, with the Christian, than he is with uh, the unregenerate. <clears throat> with the unregenerate, he displays his personality very openly. Yeah. When he's uh, an evil very spirit, bold, very yeah. bold about it, wicked, wild, mm-hmm. cussing, raging. Mm-hmm. They don't care. They right. just think that's that person. But in Christendom, he can't do that. So I use the word uh, bridging, merging, and blending. Mm-hmm. He has to build a bridge from his personality to mine. And that takes a long time to do that with him. He He's a wise master builder in that sense. He takes a lot of time. And then, then once he makes makes that contact with that human soul, he wants to merge with it. And I use I look at it visibly like we meet, in the, so to speak, in the middle of the bridge. Mm-hmm. And we start merging. And that, and by the way, I do believe I had demonic activity in my life because I was so angry. Mm-hmm. I grew up so mad and angry. Mm-hmm. Are and, you like, what are you, uh, Scottish or a German, Irish? Or German, German, Irish, okay. and Indian. Yeah. So, yeah, Choctaw. That's an excuse that's used a lot. Oh, yeah. You know, well, that's just because I'm yeah. of this yeah. race. Well, I, it was just because I was stupid. <laughs> it's as simple as that. That's all it was. Just right. ignorant, right. stupid stuff. Mm-hmm. But my excuse was... Uh, my mother and I never bonded mm-hmm. and I grew up feeling like she didn't love me mm-hmm. that she didn't want me and <clears throat> I had a lot of friends and I'd always see their mother holding them in their lap or mm-hmm. putting her arm around them or holding their hand or reading them a book or praying with them and my mother never never mm-hmm. hugged me or touched me never kissed me never told me she loved me wow yeah it was it was bizarre that and, is and I grew up wondering what I'd done mm-hmm. all this time. Mm-hmm. And I'm married to Gloria Lee, and I got one of the freakiest calls of my life. I can say it now. My mom's passed on. I trust she's with the Lord. We all, we make a lot of mistakes. But uh, I'm in Texarkana, and Mama's getting uh, older, not feeling good, and she wants to talk to me. And we don't really have – We I haven't seen her in years. We don't talk. And when I left uh, at 16 years of age, I never looked back because I wasn't wanted. Mm-hmm. Now, she didn't say that, but I knew that. I felt I did. Mm-hmm. There was no no bonding. So something's wrong. There was a major matriarchal absence. Any normal unregenerate. Now, Mom was born again, spirit-filled, born, uh, part of the Assembly of God Church. Mm-hmm. And even unregenerate women love their children. Yep. See, women today that can yep. kill their babies, uh, mm. I, I don't. I can't wrap my mind around. Right. You talk about demonically perverted. Mm-hmm. You have to have super soul to get to that place as yep. a woman. But and I'll get back to that mm-hmm. blending in just a moment. But. I, I get a call to go talk to my mom. I told Gloria Lee, this is when I was married to Gloria in Texas, Canada. I said, I'm going to, I got to go see what's wrong with my mom. She's not feeling good. She wants to talk to me. And she's getting, she's not doing good with her health. Well, I get back there and I, her, I go in the house and they're home and in, in Hartford. I sit down on the couch and mom and dad are extremely sober. Just a bad atmosphere to me. I, I, what, and I immediately said, what's wrong? What's wrong here? Mom starts crying. I, I need to tell you something. I said, all right. She said, you were right. I never did want you. And I never did love you. Wow. And she said, it's bothered me all these years because I did not want you. I tried to abort you three times. And she said, I used clothes hangers and jumping off high places. Clothes hangers twice to pull you out and drop. And I'm listening to this woman of God, spirit-filled woman of God. Now, if that's not demonic, you see, this is when I start opening wow. my eyes to another world. Mm-hmm. And I start crying because I feel devastated. I knew it. I knew mm-hmm. you didn't, Mom, because mm-hmm. you never touched me. You mm-hmm. never kissed me. You never told me you loved me. Well, I didn't want you. To, and I want before. I said, ah, okay, we're, you still don't want me. 
This is your, this is your uh, deathbed confession so you can secure your avenue to heaven. That, I'm a ticket for you. Is that what I am? Oh, no, no, I ain't doing this no more. And I, I looked at Daddy, and I, and I, I said, I didn't think it was pure. Mm -hmm. I believe it's true. Mm -hmm. But she was dying, mm -hmm. and she wanted to confess it before she died just to make sure she didn't go to hell. Wow. Still not about me. Mm -hmm. And then I looked at my dad, and he's staring at the floor just crying. I said, Daddy, look at me. He wouldn't do it. Daddy, look at me. I was angry, getting angry, hurt, just hurt, full mm -hmm. of pain. I, you didn't want me? You didn't want me either, Dad? Why didn't you try to stop her? You know that she was trying to abort me. Why? You didn't want me? He wouldn't answer. Never answered. So I took the answer as they didn't want me for whatever reason. And I, I said, and my brother, my older brother, we wanted him. We, Mom said, we wanted him, but we didn't want any more. And I said, my God, Mom, this is sick. I mean, this is sick. Mm. And she said, I, I'm not finished. And I said, oh, it couldn't be worse than this. Just bald. Now she's bawling. She said, uh, I, you had a brother, another brother. And I looked, I said, I'm going to change the wording. You killed him too? Or you tried to kill him? I aborted. No, you didn't abort him. You killed him. And I said, uh, she said, he was in between you and your older brother. So his, and I said, what was his name? Well, we named him Daniel. I said, you named a newborn baby and then took his life. Where is he buried? Now, this is crazy, Joe. This is how we, this mm -hmm. is our lives. Mm -hmm. We need a savior. Mm -hmm. We all need a savior. Yeah. We're so broken. It's pitiful. And uh, I said, what was his name? He says, his name was Daniel. And I said, but well, you would name him and then take his life because you didn't want it. He was in, an imposition to you. Mm. It, it was in your way of life. The way you, That's what I am. I'm just in your way. Dad, what did you do with this baby? What did you do with my brother? He points. And we lived on a big, we had about 10 acres way up on top of a hill in the, close to the mountains. And he said, we buried him out there in the garden. Wow. Well, that told me right there, nobody in the church knows it. Nobody in, in Hartford knows it. Nobody knew what my mom and dad had done. Mm -hmm. And I grew up, my mom and dad left me when I was a 15, uh, 15 and a half, left me in Hartford to go finish my senior year. And they moved and went to California, mm -hmm. which was a steal. And they sent me $20 a month to live on. Mm -hmm. So I did my whole senior year living by myself. And of course, I got jobs after school because I couldn't make it with $5 a week. That's mm -hmm. what I was getting. But anyway, that was my story. And that, that's when I began to see, if you are born again in spirit field, she's there every Sunday morning at church, every wow. Sunday night, every Wednesday night, all my life and living like that. Nobody knows wow. it. So that takes me into the study of what I call super soul. Mm -hmm. There's no way that my mother as a human being mm. and born again spirit field could have got to that point without satanic influence mm -hmm. of some kind. Mm -hmm. So somewhere in her life, he set up a bridge. Now, here is the bridge. There were 17 children in that family. My mother was the second born. Her firstborn died at 16. And guess who raised and diapered and fed and washed all the other 14, 15 babies? She did. She did. And when she got married, she hated kids. Mm. Didn't want any more children. Mm. Satan started, mm. and he started on one thing is making a little girl a mother. Mm -hmm. 
and no little girl should be raising their right. siblings, right. and lots of mothers let them do it. Right. And they should not be mothering. The mother should be doing the mothering. Mm-hmm. So when Satan can get the mother out of it and set up a child, he has set up a bridge. Mm. And he set up a bridge to my mother, Ruby. Mm-hmm. He set up a bridge to Ruby and began to tell her, and, and, and through the years of frustrating anger mm-hmm. and mad that I've got to, I'm wasting my life because I'd be out doing something, but I got to be home washing. See, they didn't have throwaways. Mm-hmm. They had they, the, the material. Wash. Yeah, they had to wash them and put them in the toilet and clean them, mm-hmm. and then put them mm-hmm. and then feed them, and then put them in the bath, and then put them into bed, and then get up and give them the bottle. Mother mm-hmm. was a mother when she was 15, mm-hmm. and from I actually earlier than that because the older sister was 16. She was beginning a mother when she was 14, I'll say, and mothered all those 14, 15 other kids. Mm-hmm. Stayed right there until she got married and then left Mm. so i look at it and say okay you know it's a setup satan set up a bridge and he got her to commit a murder and she's a spirit-filled woman that's how super soul can be so bad and he planned that out over a long Long period of time takes a long time to build a bridge because what he has to do when i use the third term after a bridge emerging is the word blending he has to blend his personality into that individual where the people believes it's that individual because he won't do it like it does in the world. That's obvious. It's somebody, some type of demonic influence. That guy's wicked and evil. Mm-hmm. But with the Christian, he has to keep it tempered. And what he can do now is do the sins, create sins within that Christian that the church world doesn't pay much mind to. Mm-hmm. Arguing, debating, mm-hmm. fighting, fussing, criticizing, backbiting, judging, accusing, indicting. Most of that just everybody does that. What's the big deal? Chisels Our biggest problem is adultery. Yeah, You see, and that's where they get mm-hmm. hung up on. Mm-hmm. So Satan can come in there with all of that emulation and, and all the other stuff and blend it into that individual soul. So what you're doing, you're having two personalities blend, not separated. They're blending. Mm-hmm. And once they blend with the satanic spirit to the to the soul of a man, to a man's person or a woman's personality, that, end of, that spirit can live his personality through that personality. It is no more than the dummy with a hand up it Mm -hmm. and they're doing ventriloquism it's the same thing Mm -hmm. no different Mm -hmm. than that Mm -hmm. and that's what happens to all of our lives and you have to have uh the manifestation of the spirit to discern that Mm -hmm. because it's looks looks sounds and Mm -hmm. feels just like that person Mm -hmm. and the only time i've ever known the difference when it comes to a super soul is i don't ever feel something's wrong I don't ever feel like, man, what's wrong here? Something's not right. That's when I do it. It's when the Holy Spirit manifests and so this is demonic. Mm. That's when it's obvious. Other than that. Because it's blended so it's well. Blended. It's too blended. It's so well. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Joe, that it is so. it's so, just personality. It may as well be just saying that's his personality. Just their personality. And as Gloria said with that oppression, that PMS, right. Right. it's been this way for my mother. My mother, grandmother had us. No, no. That's when I said super soul. Mm-hmm. And that was my first year of marriage. I said, Glory, this is an evil spirit. That has mm-hmm. nothing to do with the way you are. This is what you've become. Mm-hmm. He has blended into you. And see, for Christians to be depressed, mm-hmm. uh, first of all, I can't, it, that's obviously you're not spending a lot of time praising. You right. can't be both. Right. But uh, for a Christian to be uh, depressed, negative, uh, critical, criticizing, unhappy, you see, you've mm-hmm. got demonic activity. Mm-hmm. There's no question you have demonic activity because the Holy Spirit is bringing into you, bringing you joy and peace. All that comes from Christ. And if you're not getting that, how can a born-again, spirit-filled Christian be so depressed, thinking about suicide? 
who's helping you think about suicide? Mm-hmm. Who's trying to tell you your answer is the pill, the needle, mm-hmm. drugs, mm-hmm. alcohol? Mm-hmm. That's all coming. So he takes this wonderful man of God, and he begins to build a bridge to this preacher. And I don't have anyone on my mind, so mm-hmm. they don't anybody try to figure it out. And he starts building this bridge, and one day this guy's in the, in the bar drinking, and he's drunk. He was a wonderful man of God, great preacher. Took him years to get him there. I can give you from preachers uh, that they know in the last few decades that they have fallen from grace. Yeah, great men of God, and uh, I've told Crystal concerning, and, and uh, I, I don't yeah. mind being a little bit uh, bold about this. And I said, there's only two things that takes men out: money mm-hmm. and panties. Yeah. And I said, it's never changed. Doesn't have to. From the beginning, Adam blew it with Eve. Mm-hmm. First time man sinned because of a woman. Mm-hmm. It's been going on ever since. And the, and I said, uh, there's two ways you, uh, I mean, there are. there's one primary way that you stop prostitution, you stop buying. Mm-hmm. The way you stop drugs is stop buying. Mm-hmm. The, all that. Mm-hmm. The way you stop alcoholics is stop drinking. And that's all you have to do, and it's over. They, these folks go bankrupt. They go get a job. Mm-hmm. The woman mm-hmm. on the street will go into a mm-hmm. bank and get a job. Mm-hmm. So th- it stops all that. But as long as the Satan is there doing that, and he's developing that. See, this young lady became a prostitute, whoever she was, the millions of them. Mm-hmm. They were wonderful young girls, very innocent growing up. And Satan saw something. And I'll give you an example. Uh, <clears throat> I went uh, to high school, and I'm going to give you two instances that are just so bizarre to me we had a little we only had 19 in our class we had the whole school was 200 from kindergarten to the 12th grade mm-hmm. we had a population of 564 at that time when mm-hmm. i was there and we had 19 two fails so we had 17 graduating and uh there was a young girl there and then I'm not, I don't want to give her a name, but she was beautiful. One of the most beautiful girls. She had dark, wavy black hair, beautiful blue eyes. And I mean, a real looker. I, she's in my class. And I never dated her or took her out, but I just thought she was just all of that. <clears throat> and uh, she was loose. She was loose. She was just easy. Mm-hmm. Well, that to me, even without Christ, I was unregenerate. Without Christ, if I didn't have an emotional uh, attachment or I, I, I didn't want to be with the woman. I just wasn't there for sex. Mm-hmm. I had to have some emotional connection. Mm-hmm. It wasn't there, so I wasn't interested. But other guys were, older guys were, and she was really easy. And I just couldn't figure that out. She was so beautiful, and, man, she was just, I mean, you could get her. And I'm thinking, what has happened? Well, I graduate, and uh, I hear her daddy has killed himself. Now, his her daddy was the... Uh, that you know the Baptist Southern Baptist back then they have hierarchical deacons and deacon mm-hmm. boards and he was the head of the deacon board. He's a Baptist. Shot himself. Committed suicide. <clears throat> and the reason he committed suicide is uh, one of the other deacons and his wife uh, lived way down out on the farm, and he was committing adultery with his buddy's wife. Mm. And when the they were going to, they finally had repented the husband and wife, and they're going to go take it to the church and tell the church, and he's the head deacon, so he's trapped. <clears throat> That's what we thought. That was part of it. That was true. They found the husband and wife, by the way, out in their barn under hay, dead, shot with a 22, a 22 rifle, and he had done that. And I knew this guy. He was always mocking uh, the Pentecostals. He was the Baptist deacon, always and always saying tongues is of the devil. How do y'all get into this tongue stuff when it's demonic? And he was mm-hmm. doing all that all the time. 
But I found out that he was having sex with his daughter, the girl in my class, oh, and has been doing it for years. He destroyed her. Yeah. He absolutely destroyed her. That's why she was so lewd and lascivious. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then <clears throat> there was another girl who was not pretty at all. And me, I was, I, we, me and all the guys, we just kind of mocked her. Just thought she was ugly and was mm-hmm. mean to her and just bully and stuff like that growing up through school. And I get born again. And uh, when I was 20, after I graduated, I got born again when I was 20. And the years go by, we're going to go have a, uh, a, a high school reunion. And I go back and I see this other girl. And I, was, I went over to her and I said, I want to repent to you. I want to say I'm very sorry for how I handled you and how I treated you. Oh, she's born again. Oh, Randy, don't think a thing about it. It's all in the, under the blood of Jesus, isn't it? So precious. Yes, and I just hugged her. Said, so glad to have you as my sister. You have. I want you know. I want to give you a signet, a seal of significance. Your value and premium to me is worth it. And after hugging and stuff, I had a, had uh, one of her girlfriends call me alongside. Randy, can I I tell you something about her that you never did know? I said, yeah, I said, oh, this terrible. And this right there in my little town. My mother killing babies. Mm-hmm. The uh, head deacon of the Baptist killed his lover and her husband, having sex with his daughter mm. constantly. Mm-hmm. And now I have another guy, another father, that at the weekend, on the week, he'd take her up to Fort Smith and uh, pimp her out, his own daughter. Wow. Every Friday and Saturday. And then wow. she'd come back and go to school Monday through Friday. And we couldn't figure out why she was so wasted and mm-hmm. no life to her and wasn't pretty and wow. always had her head down and defeated. We just And we laughed and made fun of it. Wow. And now and I was just bald again. I went back over to her. Not that I know yeah. it. I just wanted you to know I love you. Mm-hmm. I want you to know Jesus mm-hmm. loved you and I love you. And I just held her. Mm-hmm. And uh, I wanted to pour some life into this poor child who had been. So you see, these this is all demonic. Demonic. Everything of this is to demonic. To destroy people's yes. lives. You know, and it does. Life is bad enough. Yep. You know. Sure it is. Mm. If you can't trust your mom and dad. Right. And of course, I had a mother problem. And those two girls had a father problem. Yeah. Now, all this deals with demonic activity mm-hmm. that gets into a family. And mm-hmm. the way Satan sets up the major bridge, is, this is remarkable how he can do this. He starts off a devalue system mm-hmm. to make something for me to speak and begin to rail on you, judge you, put you mm-hmm. down. Every time I see you, criticize you. I have to have wrought into me by Satan some form of you have no value anymore. Mm-hmm. So with the people that's got offended at me, uh, left the church in Marshall, mm-hmm. there was no more value in me. Mm-hmm. They came and I had a, I was worth $100. Hmm. I left, I wasn't worth a penny when they left. So that's mm-hmm. what happens. Mm-hmm. He has to set, set up a devalue system. Mm-hmm. And when he can set that up, then at that point, it's easy to point your finger and criticize judge because they ain't got no value anyway. And so he, he majors on the devalue. Now, here's, mm-hmm. here's the thing I want to share with that mm-hmm. that shows you where super soul works. Mm-hmm. If Christ is the apostle mm-hmm. and Satan is jealous of that and he wants to he transform himself as an apostle, the, the apostle is able to set seven primary seals in an individual. And when he sets those seals, it starts off with the seal of significance, right, okay. the seal of real, the seal of deal, the seal of value of premium. He starts setting these seals. Well, if you are a false apostle, what what do you do? 
You want to be like the most high, but you reverse it. Mm. So you devalue the significance, mm. the value, the mm. premium of that individual, the worth of that mm -hmm. individual. You start tearing them down as a little child, and they grow up feeling they have no value or worth to anybody. Mm. That's how I grew up. Mm. My mother had no, gave me no value, gave me no signet. My dad would not give me a seal. So I grew up with unsealed, so to mm. speak. Mm -hmm. And as a result of that, when I came to Christ, I was at... Uh, Harbor Christian Center in, in uh, Wilmington, Texas, under Herbie Zell's ministry. And the first time— California. California, mm -hmm. thank you. And the first time I heard—I was baby. Mm -hmm. First time I heard this teaching was he taught on two primary things the same day, that you are accepted in the beloved and you have access to God. <laughs> Joe, I started bawling. <laughs> it's the first day I got a seal. Wow. That my daddy loves me, mm. and he's going to give me access, and he's accepted me. I've grew up rejected. Wow. And and it just mm -hmm. broke, and I've never been the same. I've been whole. <laughs> it, mm -hmm. That moment, mm -hmm. I got my I got value. <laughs> I was finally valued. Mm -hmm. And what Satan had done all my life was devalue me. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So a lot of children grow up that way. But now, in Christendom, they're in a fellowship. They get offended. And, and mm -hmm. by the word, the word offended is scandalon. Scandal, scandal, like scan, where scandal. we get scandal. Mm -hmm. The one someone said, "I'm not offended." Yes, you are. The reason you can't shut up, ah. you will scandal. You will scandalize that. They mention that name, mm -hmm. and you're triggered, mm -hmm. and you will go off. Mm -hmm. You'll start a scandal, mm -hmm. and you'll say, "I'm not offended at him," but I'm telling you, no, no, no. <laughs> you know, I'm not offended at her. Mm -hmm. And I said, uh, "Well, you are, because mm -hmm. you're scandal. You're scandalizing them," and so it goes on and on and on. Chris, and we I, we probably should uh, cover that at some point. You know, that whole, that whole, um, like maybe there's a lot of people who've become offended and who um, separated themselves. And for whatever reasons, they've never been able to have a relationship again. Absolutely. And so that's something that I, I really want to get into because what happens, it seems like uh, time goes by, you look up, you think, we're in the kingdom of God. Yeah. You know, I went by a brother's house that was offended and left. <clears throat> mm -hmm. And I went by his house and I honked and waved. And he didn't. And uh, I go to town. I said, you know, Jesus, if he's there in that front yard, when I go back, I'm pulling in. I'm going to heap some coals today. I pulled in <clears throat> and uh, I pulled in. And, hey, how are you doing? Real cold. Good. Good. Short. Choppy. You know what I mean? <laughs> I said, you know, man, I just think it's God for you and I to go have lunch. And I'm buying. You want to go have some lunch? He goes, well, you know, I think I will. It, and he sat there. We, we talked for three hours. Wow. But in the beginning of the wow. conversation, I said to him, but I understand you got offended at me. He said, I did. I said, I'd like for you to tell me what that was. I'd like to clear that up. He said, I don't know what I was offended about. And that's really the truth, mostly. Mm -hmm. You don't really know what that was all about. Mm -hmm. It was a moment something happened, something was said. Mm -hmm. or. But here's the offenses. The offenses always come when you expect something from somebody and they don't perform. Right. And all expectation is a, is a line or lineage of idolatry. And mm. everyone who had held me in idolatry is offended this day mm. because what they will do is eventually kill that God because he's not doing what mm. I expect him to do. And I didn't expect him to have problems. I remember a guy, call, he, he gets up 
And he's really offended. And he says, I've been here for such and such years, and I, I can't get over this. There are, I see, five major problems in this house. And I looked around at everybody, and everybody's quiet. And I looked around and I said, well, I find that to be a blessing. I've got that many myself. <laughs> and, he, and he didn't know what the, the whole house started laughing. And they knew that was true. He, Randy probably does. Right. You know, and it's just humanity. That's why we have a Savior. It's humanity, yeah. Yeah, he's trying to save me. Mm -hmm. Randy, I'm going mm -hmm. to reveal all this to you that you don't think you have. And then as I reveal it, I'm going to deliver you from it. Then as soon as yeah. you get excited, yeah. I'm going to show you another problem. It, it, it really is idolatry. It is idolatry. And so that's the problem. That's the individual's problem. Yeah. And they're taking their eyes off of their Savior. They're taking their eyes yeah. off of God. They, God isn't their most high. That's right. He's not. He's got to be the most high. Remember I told you concept or person? Yeah. They get their eyes off the person of Christ, and I represent a concept of truth yeah. and reality, and they're excited about it. Yeah. But then they see Randy get mad, mm. or they see him get aggressive, mm -hmm. or they say something wrong from the pulpit, mm -hmm. and they're out of there. Mm -hmm. uh, all imperfection leaves in the presence of imperfection. <laughs> Because they can't take being imperfect. Mm -hmm. They can't. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And they want to go somewhere where they don't see that imperfection because mm -hmm. it will reflect back to them. Mm -hmm. If we either the moon and we're not, mm -hmm. and we're reflecting all the time. And so super soul is a hidden, hidden evil spirit that has merged and blended mm -hmm. into an individual's personality. And everybody believes it's them. Yeah. It's just who they are. Right. It's the way they are. Right. It's how they act. See, someone would say, Crystal, now here's the thing. Crystal knew better. Crystal saw the demonic activity. So that night when she said, Randy, it's getting a little demonic. I'm thinking a little. I can add a lot more to it than this. <laughs> I've just started. <laughs> How many of you numbered? I'm going to double it within 30 minutes. <laughs> so, so when she said that, I, I had a calmness come over me. It is, isn't it? Mm. I knew, I knew. And uh, now here's the beauty of it. I said, all right, Crystal. I got to come back in and said, uh, profile, profile me. Mm -hmm. You've been angry before I married you. You've been angry since I've married you. And you've been angry since you've been in the church in Marshall. That's what makes you so quick and triggered and so aggressive. It also is what adds sometimes to your dominance, to your authority that's distorted, and to your aggression of control and dominance. Is this Crystal talking? Yeah. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And uh, now that was 60 years ago. <laughs> way back, oh, way God. back. I, I'm surprised I can remember this. <laughs> and, and I said, whoa. And this is when it started unraveling. She said, it all starts, started with your mother. Mm. Wow. And I never, I wow. thought, I tell you what I thought, tell you the truth. Mm -hmm. Okay, mom, dad, fine. Don't want me, no big deal. I'll see y'all. I get in the car and I go, mm -hmm. but I, I cried all the way to Texas County. Mm -hmm. uh, it was three hours of just crying. Oh, that's after they told you all that stuff. I just going to check it off, move on in life. Doesn't happen. Mm. That's, and I did the same thing with glorious death. Mm. I didn't, I didn't, I just, ah, well, she's dead. There's nothing I can do about that. Mm -hmm. She's, thank God she's mm -hmm. with you. I'm happy for her. Mm -hmm. Well, what's on the, well, so what's going on tomorrow? Mm. I try to live like wow, that. Wow. And what I'm doing, I'm not detached. faced. Yeah. Detached, totally detached from anything like mm -hmm. that, that I can't control. Mm -hmm. And if I can't control it, mm -hmm. I, I'm detached from mm -hmm. it. You know, mm. I, I, I mentioned that one time to an individual and um, I had kind of the same 
um, awareness, I was like, I think there's like a self-destructive mode. Like someone gets real close, then there's this automatic, you know, it's going to mess up anyway. <laughs> I like that. It's going to mess up anyway. So, so why prolong this? Yeah, why prolong the misery, the agony? Right. Was, uh, that's true. I do believe that. Yeah. But I tell you what I've learned now. Uh, remember the par bar causeway? Yes. We, inner, uh, inner, inner, uh -huh. yes. We ought to talk about that sometime for yes. their sake. Yes. But that there are those, there are those. Mm -hmm. I shared uh, Sunday mm -hmm. uh, about you mm. and what we're doing. And I told them, I said, uh, th I'm, I am thankful for God. For a brother that loves Jesus Christ, mm -hmm. who spends his time praying, seeking God, and in the Word of God, and wants to do something for Jesus. That's all he thinks about doing. Mm -hmm. And I said, now, how can that go wrong? <laughs> and I just shut down a lot of stuff. Mm. If there was, and I haven't heard anything, by the way. All the elders are for it. They're mm -hmm. agreeing. We're behind this. Mm -hmm. But I just want to make sure that the mm -hmm. past, uh, uh, Ronnie Height said, uh, too many of the Christians, they spend their lives looking, living their lives looking in the rearview mirror. Mm. And see, the problem with our past right. is they don't expect us to grow or season or mature. Right. And if you're going to follow Jesus, Joe, in, two, grow. in two weeks, you're not going to be the same person. Yes. That's a fact. I mean, you can't be. Exactly. We're going from glory to glory. Mm -hmm. from, but what happens is uh, people keep you in the last mm -hmm. where they remember mm -hmm. the last. Mm -hmm. And that's all they can remember. Right. And they don't give Christ any glory or honor in changing or yeah. altering a person's lifestyle. I'm not even the same person I was five years ago. No, neither am mm -hmm. I. And you look at me back 35 years to now, mm -hmm. you just think you're talking to an entirely right. different individual. Right. So I don't have all that anger or that hatred or that aggression and uh, all of that. I mean, obviously with Satan around, he would try to trigger it. Mm -hmm. I don't know what I would do, but I don't feel it anymore. In other words, it's just. Yeah. And, and, and this, this uh, um, the other thing about this super soul, which is a part of the Marismos, it's in, inside of that, that, that teaching. There's also that element of uh, without awareness, you know, some, some and also it, it could be. It could be, it could be that it's not a direct, a direct presence of a demon that's blended into your life. Right. It's just planted a seed in your life. Wonderful. And it just grew up, and it became a part of you. That is a part of the teaching on discerning the spirits, mm -hmm. uh, corruptible seeds. Mm. And I use the term that the teacher will teach it, then the teacher leaves. Mm -hmm. And uh, mm. Satan nurtures it. The other demons nurture it. They water it, you know, all mm -hmm. that. And it grows. But you're right. It's just a seed. She doesn't really like you. Right. That's all I need to say. But, and you start rejecting somebody, and they don't even know it. They don't even know what they've done. And they haven't done anything. It was a seed. It was a seed. And it and finally were, grew. And you were good ground for that seed. Good ground. And I'm going to tell you why. There is, and I use this term, and I love this. I found no tell, cockatrice eggs. Mm -hmm. And the Bible talks about cockatrice mm -hmm. eggs. And cockatrice eggs is where he lays an egg, this dragon. These are serpents, kind of. These are serpents. Okay. They lay an egg. Well, it's a mythological right. creature. And it's kind of a strange creature. It's supposed to be a... a form of a lizard in the same sense of a cock a rooster mm. and there it's a blend mm -hmm. and the the, the the shows you the mythological perversion of it a rooster can't lay eggs mm. mm -hmm. so it's coming from the part of the lizard the dragon mm. the dragon with the with the rooster <clears throat> but he will come as said the scripture says and he will lay an egg 
And then what what happens? He says when that leg that egg hatches, it forms into a fiery serpent that bites you. Mm. So what he's really doing is planting seeds, mm-hmm. putting an egg in you mm. that's going to bite you. Wow. It will eventually destroy you. You look back on the on some of the brothers that's offended at me, it's mm. still destroying some of mm-hmm. them. Uh, yeah, they or can't get over it, or they're not able to move they, on. They they they're not able to connect with God yet. That's it. They're just kind of avoiding yeah. that conversation with God. Yeah, they can't move on. They right. can't in progress. Yeah. It's sad.